0: What up, guys and girls? It's Bobby. Coming to you live from Jersey and back in town, back home. Coming to you uh, for this week's episode of Brain, Body, and Bobby. This week's episode is brought to you by Paragon Recovery. Uh, We talk about it every week, but Paragon Recovery, love their supplements. Their flame-off, their anti-inflammatory supplement's been great. Uh, Helps me really get after my two-a-day sessions and then makes me feel helps me feel a lot more recovered. And then probably the, my favorite supplement that they offer is their night gains or their sleep supplement. It gives me a full night's sleep, increases my slow-wave sleep, makes me feel awesome when I wake up. Um, it's an overall grade supplement, so highly recommended. Use the code CORONUS for 15% off. And then um, if you're a military or first responder, you can contact them directly for uh, an additional discount code. Uh, As always, uh, Paragon Recovery, hit them up for your recovery supplementation needs. Highly recommended. Uh, So this week, I wanted to take some time and talk about uh, the upcoming functional fitness cycle uh, that we're going to do now, now that the open's over. Uh, We just finished a deload week last week, so hopefully you guys are feeling uh, back to normal. But basically, uh, we are moving into our off-season cycle. Uh, just to give a quick overview of this uh, this year's off-season cycle, it's pretty much going to be a thirty-seven week off-season programming. We're going to start uh, tomorrow, November the eighteenth, Monday, and pretty much run until August, uh, the first week of August, which will transition over into our uh, CrossFit Open prep cycle, kind of a peak peaking cycle uh, to peak for the CrossFit Open. So as a result, uh, we have multiple mesocycles cycles within this 37-week off cycle. Just a quick overview, we're gonna first hit up a hypertrophy cycle, uh, which will be our first meso cycle. It is a 12-week hypertrophy cycle, pretty much from uh, November 18th through February. We'll finish out with a deload week in February, the week in first week of February, we'll do a deload week, and then move into an eight-week tempo block, uh, or tempo slash positional uh, block uh, mesocycle, which are kind of focusing on tightening up uh, some movement patterns and focusing on developing um, good movement patterns that would transition into our strength cycle. So we've got eight weeks of tempo, and then we'll move into about a 16-week strength cycle based on the five-three-one one methodology for our strength movements and then some percentage work for our Olympic movements. This will be our kind of the uh, potatoes of the meat and potatoes. Or I guess it'll be the meat of the meat and potatoes block of our functional, of this next uh, off-season cycle. The, for the potatoes, I'll say the potatoes uh, of this block will be the hypertrophy block, kind of giving us the energy um, to give us the base, not the the base that, that provide the energy upon which we can then build our strength, uh, which is going to be the meat of this offseason season programming. So we've got that kind of going for now. Uh, I'm starting to write it out now. Uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, program because I'm writing it a little bit differently. I talked about this week's episode with Sean on the Cronus Cast. But basically, um, for this hypertrophy block, I'm instead of, uh, I'm going to program it a little bit differently. So just to give you guys a little historical context on how I program hypertrophy. In the past, I programmed hypertrophy, well, let me backtrack a little bit more. So when we think about hip muscle hypertrophy, we think about three general mechanisms of hypertrophy uh that we that our muscles can go uh, go under or three different stimuli that lead to muscle hypertrophy the first stimuli is uh, mechanical tension slash damage so this is like loading uh heavy weights or causing uh, mechanical tears in the muscle that causes that that encourages hypertrophy and hypertrophy, hypertrophic growth the second mechanism is hormonally or chemically, so this is using things like anabolic agents to help increase metabolic, or to help increase hypertrophy. And the third method of hypertrophy is the metabolic demands, uh, increasing metabolic waste products, to help increase hypertrophy. And the best, um, and obviously, you want to kind of use all three um, mechanisms of hypertrophy if you're going to get big. Uh, to get like maximal size, maximal hypertrophy. You want to use loading, you want to use volume, and then you want to use some hormonal slash um, drug enhancement in order to maximize hypertrophy. But uh, if we were trying to maximize hypertrophy, we would be trying to be using all three of these techniques. However, um, obviously in the crossfit slash functional fitness space, we don't want to be maximally big. Like we don't want to be as big as possible because when we put on size, we, we kind of make some sacrifices in terms of uh, capacity because if you think about it, you know, if you add 10 pounds of mass to your body, that's 10, pound, 10 more pounds you have to move through gymnastics movements, through long endurance movements like running or, or rowing or swimming. Or 10 pounds, that you have to move through like a handstand push-up, or 10 pounds, you have to move to get to on top of the rings for a ring muscle-up. So when we add mass, a lot of the time when we add mass isn't always good functional mass. I'll put it that way. A lot of times when people add mass through like hypertrophy programs, we end up adding a lot of kind of junk mass I like to kind of call it junk mass, where it's not really the most functional. Like when you increase muscle size. You're also increasing metabolic demands for this muscle. Like the muscle needs to be fed with oxygen uh, in order to stay there. So a lot of times when guys kind of do like a bulking cycle, they put on like 15, 10, 20, 30 pounds of, of, of mass in this hypertrophy block, which I mean for a basis of hypertrophy, like 15, 20 pounds for like a 12-week cycle of, of building, a building cycle, that's a great like hypertrophy block. That's a, like, something you should be very proud of. But if you think about it in the CrossFit space, if you add on like 15, 20 pounds, you just end up being feeling big, some bloated. You just feel slow because at the end of the time, at the at the end of hypertrophy block, like it's, it's relatively easy to put on size, but it's very hard to put on good size. So what I mean by good size is is like size that you can move well, and that's kind of the challenge that we face when we when we talk about hypertrophy is that when we get bigger, we don't always necessarily move that mass well. So that's kind of the challenge and kind of the paradigm that we're in in this CrossFit and functional fitness sp- space is that we want to gain size that is one functional and that we can move it well through space uh, and multi, you know, multi-energy systems with multiple timing domains and multiple um, modalities that we can move our, our bodies through. But if we focus just on gaining size and getting mass, like sure you can gain a lot of weight but like it's not and going to end up being good for you in the long run because you're not going to be able to move that size well. So that's why I kind of took a step back and instead of programming to try to maximize growth like I have in the past with a lot of like kind of bodybuilding style movements I'm actually going to kind of do it a little bit differently this time. So instead of fo- focusing on the mechanical tension and mechanical stress I kind of want to focus more on the metabolic stress. And the metabolic uh, demands and increasing the metabolic stress on the muscles in order to increase hypertrophy, and I I have a hunch or a hypothesis that going in this moving it and or encouraging hypertrophy in this regard in terms of metabolic stress, is probably a little bit better uh, for functional fitness because it probably isn't the most efficient way of getting bigger because you're not putting that mechanical stress on the muscles as much as you would if you're doing like six by six by twelve or whatever, like some a large volume of uh, movement. But I think that because it's not going to be probably the most efficient way of getting mass, it'll help us to gain kind of the good mass that we that we talk about. Uh, it also comes down with a lot of exercise selection and how we, how I'm gonna program these exercises and choose exercises uh, to kind of encourage growth. But it's it'll, it'll be more of a functional growth. And I kind of hesitate to use the word functional, the term functional bodybuilding, because it gets thrown around a lot uh, in this CrossFit space. I think functional bodybuilding is kind of seeing a resurgence. You've got like uh, Marcus Philly who talks about functional bodybuilding on his Instagram and his programming methodology and the programs that he writes. He does a functional bodybuilding style programming methodology. I mean, neither that's neither here nor there, whether that's like the most efficient way, but it is a way of programming. And I kind of want to experiment with some of this functional bodybuilding style programming through... Uh, Uh, through my programming cycle uh, in this first mesocycle of hypertrophy. Uh, So that's kind of the overall gist of why I'm doing the things, or why I'm programming this way is that I want to increase the metabolic stress instead of increasing the mechanical stress on our bodies uh, that we feel typically with like a very high load or high volume hypertrophy cycle. So hopefully the end goal of the state is that we're bigger, but our body still feels pretty good in terms of it doesn't feel run down or worn out. Our joints feel good. Our ligaments and tendons are feeling healthy. And then, most importantly, we're not gaining like 20 pounds of junk mass. We're gaining mass that we're able to move efficiently. And we're able to really um, be an athletic, being athletes uh, with, with our bodies. Uh, so, we're not looking to gain a shit like a lot of mass. Probably like five to 10 pounds is kind of the upper limit that I want to look for over three months, uh, gaining about 10 pounds. It's kind of like the upper limit that I wanna want to see you guys gain. Uh, so I'm gonna shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit more about the programming itself uh, and kind of the rough breakdowns. So we're still gonna follow the normal five training day uh, programming splits where we do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday training, Thursday will be active recovery, and then Friday, Saturday training and Sunday's off. We're still gonna follow that rough um, training splits, uh, but just I'll split it, I'll go a little bit further in depth on how I'm going to program each work or each day's training. So on Mondays, it'll be kind of our lower body volume day, uh, our lower body hypertrophy day. So we're going to do squats um, and those kind of pressing movements with our legs. Uh, within well, just let me back up real fast. So within each workout, we're still gonna have our five component pieces. We're gonna have one uh for for a. We're gonna have a hypertrophy a hypertrophy um program uh hypertrophy element. And this first element is gonna be actually a superset. So we're not gonna do like the six by twelve of like back squats, and that's gonna be it for their strength portion or hypertrophy portion. Instead, we're going to do a superset where you will do the one exercise, do like 10 to 12 reps of that, and then immediately turn around and do the second exercise that is going to be an assistance exercise, kind of to build upon uh, the first exercise. So this this first segment, uh, first block of the training day will be the hypertrophy block, which is going to be a superset. So that's what the first thing to emphasize is that we're going to be doing a superset uh, for the first piece. The second piece... Our B piece will be our accessory piece. And this is kind of the quote-unquote bodybuilding uh, pieces that we do. I don't know if you guys remember from last year from the hypertrophy block. We did like a lot of exercises in the the accessory block that we call the accessory piece. Uh, But this accessory piece is going to be similar to the hypertrophy block, um, hypertrophy piece, where we're going to do four exercises split up into two different supersets. Um, Like I said, we're going to really focus on building the metabolic Stress and placing a lot of metabolic stress on our muscles without necessarily a lot of uh joint and um, tendon stress <coughs> that we normally kind of see in a lot of hypertrophy blocks. So those are the first two pieces going to be hypertrophy and accessory block. And the difference between the two is that that, that hypertrophy block is kind of be the big multi joint movements. Uh, that'll be superset, and then the accessory move pieces, the accessory piece and supersets are going to be a little bit smaller in terms of less, um, more uni, 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 single joint movements or like very isol, kind of more isolation movements, um, to kind of you know focus some of the metabolic stress on one aspect or one muscle uh, muscle group. The third piece is an aerobic conditioning piece. Uh so the first two pieces of so that pertrophy block or the pertrophy piece and the accessory piece, these two pieces are gonna be uh the mandatory pieces. So A and are certainly mandatory. And then the next three pieces are gonna be kind of the optional pieces, depending on like what you guys um wanna focus on, uh, or like what you guys see as being weaknesses for you. So the three optional pieces, you're gonna have to pick one to two of the optional pieces. The first optional piece is going to be an aerobic conditioning piece. Uh, Pretty much, we're looking at about 30 to 40 minutes of aerobic conditioning, whether that's going to be like a monostructural or like a multimodal conditioning piece between like some of the conditioning piece equipment we have. Basically, we're looking for about 30 to 40 minutes of a relatively low aerobic uh, aerobic work, not very high intensity, and aerobic work. But more so, kind of like that lower intensity, like the 70%, 60 to 70% of the heart rate. And then the idea behind this aerobic conditioning piece is to um, cause, is to encourage some a heart rate, like a, high, a medium high heart rate. This will help us to, you know, kind of offset a lot of the hypertrophy uh, aspects of it because we only get kind of like tamp down. I don't want to say like tamp down the hypertrophy. But you know, a place a little bit more of an aerobic component to our training so that it's not completely just getting bigger. And so that we and so and so we can hold on to some aerobic capacity and making sure that our body is able to or our heart and lungs and our uh blood vessels are able to sustain um activity. So this is kinda like Getting junk mass because if you're if we're doing aerobic capacity uh, and aerobic training, it can help us to not put on as much junk mass because we're making sure that uh, we're placing an aerobic stimulus on the muscles to make sure that they are still being able to perfuse and still getting all the nutrients they need to to move. So I think the aerobic conditioning piece is probably a pretty uh, important piece to this uh, to this programming. So it is optional, but it'd be highly encouraged. The fourth piece, another optional piece, will be kind of a work capacity MedCon style piece. And now this work capacity MedCon, I, I, some of them will be for time and some others, some of them will not be for time. So it will be like 50-50 for time and 50-50 for not for time in terms of just building up some um, capacity in terms of um, kind of like, uh, if you guys remember a couple years ago, I did this cycle, I programmed this uh, cycle of MedCons. They're like for a time, like a hundred burpee box jump overs. And then like every minute on the minute, you do like 10 wall balls or something like that. It's so kind of like in a similar vein, we're going to do programming like that again, where we have goals of, um, to accumulate a certain amount of volume. And then we'll have like interspersed, like every, you know, every like 30 seconds or every minute or every two minutes on the minute, you'll do a different exercise to kind of like, um, to, to place a different stimulus on the muscles, Um, So this will be like an accumulation style programming for our work capacity pieces. Um, And it'll be split between for time and not for time or just for quality movement. And the last piece uh, will be gymnastics work as always because uh, like I've mentioned already, when we put on size, we don't want to put on junk size. We don't want to put on junk mass. So we want to be able to still move our bodies through space well. So we're always gonna have like some gymnastics work uh, on the uh, back end as an optional piece, and this there will we'll be probably like 50-50 in terms of strict and uh, assisted gymnastics in terms of like you know kipping versus strict um, handstand pushups or pull-ups stuff like that. So probably split them in half in terms of some of the time will be um, will be half the time will be like strict and half the time will be kipping. And then we're also going to have a uh, core work put in with the gymnastics work as well because the core is going to be the biggest thing that we kind of focus on for um, our strength development. That's so kind of the, the rough down and dirty of the five pieces that you'll you, that you guys will see for the next twelve ish weeks. Um, a and B, so the hypertrophy and the accessory pieces will be the mandatory pieces, and then you have the aerobic conditioning, work capacity slash metcon, and uh, gymnastics, gymnastic accessories. Those are three optional workouts that uh, I'm gonna recommend doing one, at least one of them. But I mean, just you, you I mean, it's your body, so uh, the more that you can do, probably the better that you will feel. Um, as far as you're approaching your day and your splits, um, like we always mention on q and A Q&A sessions, when we when you're training in this kind of style and this method and and in, in the functional fitness program. We kind of want you to split up your day into two sessions. So the first session or your morning session should be kind of the um, the aerobic conditioning piece or um, kind of like some accessory work where it's not like super high intensity or super high load, but you're doing some of the, the aerobic capacity and conditioning work that you nec- don't necessarily have the time or the, um, the energy for in the afternoons. So in the mornings, do some do the aerobic conditioning or a metcon or some of the accessory work, and then in the afternoon, really split up and do the uh, lifting. So do your hypertrophy, maybe the accessory, and then kind of the work capacity slash metcon piece or the gymnastics work. And that's kind of like where the majority of your training should be in the afternoons when you're lifting weights, and doing strength work. And then in the mornings, doing like that mono structural conditioning work, the accessory work that. Um, we should be doing, but it doesn't it doesn't always fit in with lifting weights. So that's kind of our, our normal split so kind of splitting up so that have the aerobic conditioning in the morning and then lifting in the afternoon. And that's honestly probably the most ideal split that we can offer uh, from functional fitness. As far as nutritional as far as nutrition goes, um, since it is a hypertrophy block, um, we do want you guys to be kind of increasing um, the nutrition a little bit. Uh, we don't want you to get like huge or fat necessarily, but you want to have make sure you're meeting all your nutritional needs um, and your nutrient needs, especially when you're trying to gain some size. So, with that, uh, we're going to recommend doing a 1 gram to 1.5 gram pound, uh, 1 to 1. 1.5 grams per pound body weight of protein, um, about 0. 0.5 to 0. 0.75 uh, of grams per pound of, of fat. And that's kind of the healthy fat. And then anywhere between one to two grams per pound of body weight of carbs. And the carbs is going to be kind of the um, the one you play around with the most. Like your protein and your fats per day shouldn't really change too much. And it should be the carbs that kind of ref- uh, change that you should manipulate to um, go up or down on depending on weight loss uh, or weight gain, how much weight you're gaining. And just uh, how much, uh, how much you're training. Uh, so that's kind of the carbs is what you, where you're gonna manipulate to, 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 uh, to influence your training, and to influence how much your body composition changes. Uh, so, like I said, about one to one point five grams per pound body weight of protein, 0.5 to 0.75 grams per pound fat. And then between one to two, maybe even three, if you're kind of like a, if you're on the smaller end, uh, one to three grams per pound body weight of carbs uh, for this next training cycle. As far as recovery goes, sleep is going to be absolutely key. Uh, you definitely need to look to get at least eight hours of sleep at night. And I know you, we say it all the time that you need sleep, but the big the th- things that you need to do to get big are you need to one you need to train big two you need to eat big and three you need to sleep big. That's one of my favorite things to say. You need the three. You gotta eat, You gotta eat big. You gotta train big and you gotta sleep big to get big. So make sure you guys are sleeping about eight hours a day each night, just so that your body is able to recover from the volume that we're gonna do, and from to give your body time to you know build the muscle overnight. Um, that's when your body. Does its most of the recovery replenish its glycogen stores, uh, starts rebuilding muscle tissues when you're sleeping. So make sure you're getting enough sleep in at night in order to to sustain uh, this hypertrophy block. Um, But yeah, as far as recovery work goes, um, doing the standard Thursdays active recovery, we're still going to give you guys, you know, like recommended um, exercise or activity to do on our active recovery days. But I mean, you can do whatever you like doing whether that's hiking, rocking, uh, jogging, swimming, biking, whatever you want to do for active recovery just do something uh, on Thursdays to get the body moving, sweat a little bit, get the blood uh, blood pumping, heart rate a little elevated and just breathe a little bit on the active recovery days so no, no change there and then Saturdays we're still going to do our Saturday suck fests. Um, as far as the training splits go, Mondays will be a lower body hypertrophy day. Tuesdays will be upper body, concentrating on like a pressing movement. Wednesday is gonna be our ollie day, and we're gonna alternate between snatches and cleans and jerks. Uh, but these, the as far as uh, as far as these goes, as far as these go for ollie work, it's gonna be less um, full movements, probably like more powers and a little more higher rep powers, uh, just to keep, just so that we don't lose a lot of the um, moving capacity uh during this hypertrophy block so we'll probably mix up with like sh- with fulls and powers uh, and then snatches and cleaning jokes as well thursday is after recovery day and then friday is gonna be another lower day uh concentrating on pulling uh supposed will be a deadlifts uh and deadlift style movements and then saturday we're gonna do upper body um upper body hypertrophy and in terms of a push uh pushing like a bench um, or a horizontal push, like a bench movement. And then Saturdays also have our Saturday fest as well. Uh, So that's kind of the quick synopsis of this upcoming hypertrophy block that we're going to run on the functional fitness cycle. I think it'll be pretty interesting. I'm definitely running it a little bit different and programming a little bit different than what uh, I'm used to and what you guys are used to. Uh, So uh, I'm... Actually, really excited to see how this works out. So, um, definitely hit us up and hit me up uh, with some feedback or comments on what you guys think uh, about this cycle coming up. And then um, it'll be a good one uh, to do. I'm actually really looking forward to programming it. I think it will be fun to program and fun for you guys to do as well. Um, I know with like a if it can get kind of boring uh, doing like six sets of like twelve squats or whatever it is. So that's why I programmed a little bit differently this time to have more like supersets and the like more circuit style movements just so that it's a little bit of a, you know, mental break from just po- performing the same thing over and over again. This time again, you can get like a little variability in terms of how uh, it's programmed and then keeping the, the rest period short in between supersets. Um, but yeah. So that'll be uh, this upcoming mesocycle for the next twelve-ish weeks up until February. Uh, looking forward to getting you guys big and yoked, and then we'll kind of move into our other uh, mesocycles after that. Um, I think that's all I have. So, um, that's uh, this will be coming out tomorrow, uh, Monday the eighteenth, uh, as the new cycle. So check it out guys, it should be a good one, it should be lots of fun for everybody, hopefully gain some size, uh, about 5 to 10 pounds is what we're looking for here, Um, for those that want to get big. Otherwise if you want, I mean you can still get bigger in terms of lean body mass, so you can definitely get some body compositional gains with this program as well, uh, which I didn't mention before. Um, But yeah, uh, I'm also currently working on the ACFT program, Uh, it'll be a 10 week program. Uh, that's designed to be completed within an hour uh, for morning PTs. Uh, So if you guys um, are looking for like squad or platoon level PT, this will be kind of the program for you. Um, It'll be, you know, like meant to be done during PT hours, probably at like the squad level because with some of the lifting, uh, there's like lifting, there's gym days programmed into it. A lot of gym days are probably challenging to do as a platoon. Um, so probably at the squad level is probably the largest element that will be able to run this PT plan, and PT program. But, I mean, you can do it on your own too. Um, but as far as for unit PT, uh, squad will be obviously the highest echelon that you'll be able to do the program at. Um, I think that's a wrap it for me for this week, guys. Um, looking forward to this uh, upcoming block of programming. I think it should be a lot of fun. It's a little change of pace um, and just have some fun in the gym, just lifting some weights and getting that meathead swag back on. Uh, hit me up and you can shoot me an email at bobby at uh, You can hit us up online at www.kronosfit.org on Instagram at Uh We're actually almost at 20,000 followers, which is fucking crazy to think about. And we started this, what, Ma- May of 2017? So we're in our third year, our third year of being involved in. I just remember how pumped we, f- we got when we had like 500 followers. I was pretty pumped for that. And then we hit a thousand followers. Then we're hitting 10,000 followers and now we're almost hitting 20,000 followers. So this thing has just exploded. So, I mean, I speak for both Sean and I when, when I say that we are so awesomely happy and, thankful for, and just, just thankful for you guys that have stuck around with us for the last couple of years with our programming and really taken, you know, our programming and followed us and followed what we've been trying to do with fitness. Um, like we talked about, like, fitness should never be a secret. And our goal with this, uh, with our, our th- with Cronus Fit, is to help make you guys a more lethal and, and physically fit force uh, for this country. And it just happened. And then we get the chance to, you know, take some of that money and help donate it to other worthy causes. So, We've got some other cool things working in the backgrounds right now, both from an organizational standpoint, and then from another from other initiatives that we're going to try and work on in the future. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, thanks for the support, guys. We, re- we really wouldn't be here without all you guys out there doing the programs, listening to broadcasts, just supporting us. So we genuinely appreciate all the support that you guys give us, and are looking forward to seeing you guys crush this upcoming block and upcoming programming um as always you know looking like look, love to hear the feedback so drop us a five-star review on itunes uh or whatever your podcasting medium is uh, drop us a review leave us some feedback let us know what we can do better things that we can improve on and i will see you guys next time later